0: Of the Trust Report podcast, my name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mister William Monroe. Hi, doing well.
1: Doing well, Steve. How are you doing, buddy?
0: I can't complain. Pretty good. It's that's it's just unbelievable that we're nearing like the end of August.
1: Yeah, so close to the draft. It's yeah, probably you know pretty hard on um, draft season right now for most people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're definitely uh, more so in the thick of it now. Um, next week will probably be the. The biggest week i'd imagine mm-hmm. um that's what we have ours right friday yes friday yeah um so yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun and mocking like crazy trying to narrow down what exactly i, <laughs> I want to do um i think i'm settling on hero rb but i don't i don't know yeah Sometimes i mean I it a seems like
1: those first couple rounds you know beyond that there's like a nice dead zone so that does like lend to getting one or two in the first three rounds and then waiting for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I do a mock and it's like, well man, in a perfect world I could do this instead. And it's like, well that if it doesn't work perfectly mm-hmm. this way, I'm not gonna like it. And uh, yada yada yada. So yeah.
1: Um, and that's why you do all the mocks so that you are prepared for all of the scenarios that could arise really. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Kind of play around with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um so today uh, we have a 10-team uh, half-point PPR mock. This is a, a dress rehearsal for your league. Correct. Um, we have uh, two running backs, three wide receivers, um, one full flex or two full flexes? Two no, full one, flexes. Two full flexes. Yeah, yeah. I was reading the tight end spot for some reason. Two gotcha. full flexes. So, yeah, a lot of spots, but 10-team leagues. That makes sense. Um you were drafting out of the eight because that's where you're drafting out of mm-hmm. uh, in the real draft. I'm drafting out of the two because I am playing the role of your father, which I've been doing for like three years now. <laughs> um, he listens to the show, so yeah, give him yeah, he an was idea. Excited,
1: of what uh, to expect. excited to hear that, that we're recording this one tonight. <laughs>
0: yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, before that, though, uh, it is my guy season. Um, I don't know if the footballers started it and everyone else just started doing it, or if people were doing it before them. Do you know? Like, I don't, I feel like I haven't heard about it until they started doing it.
1: Not maybe by that title. Like, people definitely had, like, these are the guys I'm coming away from every draft drafting. Um, but I think they formalized it as like the my guys moniker.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know if we've ever done it before. I'm assuming not. Do you remember ever doing it before?
1: I don't think so. We may have. I kind of informally did it just with the players that we end up drafting and talking a lot about. Um, but I don't think we ever officially like hammered in a few guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So we're each going to do just one, um, be it like a quicker kind of deal. And then we'll get into the mock. Um, uh, we don't need a, you know, a 10 minute story like the other podcast do. Mm-hmm. So just a quick one. Um, so, uh, Will, would you like to go first? I have a, a thought of who you're picking, but I'm, I'm really, uh, you're really curious because there's only one person that comes to mind. After that, I don't I have no idea who it might be.
1: Yeah, there was a few people that I had in mind. I was going through. Um the first one I think was just for me seemed too early. I was Nick Chubb I was thinking about, but I think he it's just such a high pick that I didn't That's want to go with someone yeah. that early, right?
0: Yeah, um, I get that.
1: So I was looking for someone a little bit later, uh, and I settled on a running back out of Chicago and Mr. Khalil Herbert.
0: That's fine. Uh, That's fine. Yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. We're
1: going to potentially do that. Uh, he's just, he's so late and it just seems like such a screaming value. Right. Uh, yeah, before we a ton had, of opportunity, as you can tell, we, we haven't, uh, told each other what hours are going to be, but I kind of had a little bit of a feeling that if we both went later, we both were going to pinpoint him.
0: Yeah. I, I've been drafting him a lot. Um, I figured you liked them. I didn't feel like you were drafting them as much as I, but maybe that's cuz I sniped. I think you them were jumping
1: in a little earlier than I <laughs> yeah, expected. Yeah, jumping in a little early.
0: Yeah, the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, you know, I think he's better than uh Foreman for sure. You know, Roshan, who knows, but um he's shown a lot of he's been in the league for 2 years now. This will be year 3, I think.
1: This will be year 3, I believe, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's shown a lot um in those 2 years. You know, last year specifically, like he he was you know, quite usable for fantasy at times. Um, so with Montgomery out of the way and, you know, hopefully the offense opening up, I'm not sure what his touchdown upside is going to be. Cause you would think fields is probably going to snipe some of that.
1: Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, he only had two in his first year, four in his second year, I guess five total in his second year. So he's never really had a huge touchdown number yet. Um, so even if that jumps up to like seven or eight, let's say, um, but, you know, you saw Fields stealing a bunch. I still think that's gonna be a huge boost with the opportunity boost that we're gonna see from him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I tend to agree. It's uh you know, I don't think he's gonna be a one. I mean, maybe if the touchdowns fall a certain way, he could get in like, mm-hmm. you know, twelve or you know, eleven, something like that. I think he's more like a running back two. But before you're getting him, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a big win. Absolutely. Um, so uh yeah. Wow, I really I was thinking you were gonna go with Joe Mixon.
1: Uh Mixon and, and Devonta Smith were the other two I was debating. Um, okay. but I feel like Mixon's just been rising in ADP too. Like I just did a mock on Yahoo because I have a Yahoo draft later and I saw him really high in like the third round. I was like, Wow, wasn't he like a fourth or fifth rounder? And now I'm looking at um at Sleeper and lo and behold he's ADP thirty seven.
0: Yeah, with so all the he legal stuff is, kind of getting behind him, it's flying yeah, up. Yeah, he's flying
1: up. So he was a good value. I still think he's a good value, but now he's kind of in the range with players that I think he should be. Um, you have him, you know, just behind Gibbs, Brees Hall, ETN. I think he's probably safer than some of those because of the volume there. Uh, maybe he doesn't have as much of the upside because his efficiency is going down a little bit. But, you know, I think if he you know, steps back, you know, a year or two to what he was just a few years ago, uh, you know, he could really be up there in that Najee, Stevenson, Pollard range. And you're still getting him in that 37, you know, turn at the third to fourth turn.
0: Yeah, that's very fair. That's very fair. Um, I didn't give anyone any other thought. Like, as soon as we decided to do it, I was like, oh, it's Clue Herbert. I've been tracking yeah. him plenty. He's late. He's a running back, you know, pretty risky because, I mean, there's definitely a the case where it's just a RBBC and it doesn't work out or he doesn't take the step up that you're expecting. And you know uh, so he had a good combination as we go through the draft. I'll see if I uh, eyeball anyone that's like, Oh yeah, this would be a good uh, secondary yeah. option. But yeah. I didn't I, put I just any thought through. in anyone else.
1: There's definitely a few people. I feel like that. I have just been drafting more from like Kenny Gainwell is another one, but he's just so late too. Yeah. And yeah. he is someone that, while well, I think he's going to have a part. I don't know that he is as locked into, you know, being the number one on the team you know there's like three or four guys that it really could be um so that's why i did and i agreed with you for the clover yeah
0: very fair very fair very fair cool 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 um going to get started on the uh draft
1: yeah let's do it
0: cool let's go ahead and uh get the uh, ball rolling here so first pick off the board is justin jefferson um Makes it super easy for me. We will go in Mr. Christian McCaffrey. Don't think I gotta talk too much about that. Uh Jamar Chase goes, uh Travis Kelsey there in the four spot. Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, and Austin Eckler. You're up.
1: Yeah, Austin Eckler falling a little bit there. And this is kind of what I'm anticipating. Um, you know, definitely those top seven, you know, and then Kel top six, and then Kelsey, I think, is a little more variable. Um, he could be there. And you know, at this point, I'm debating, would I take him at eight? Um, but I think there's a good chance he will be gone, so I'm thinking this is probably what I'm looking at. And <clears throat> when I look at the range here, you know, Bijan is the ADP <coughs> selection, uh, and I think he's got a ton of upside, but a little more variable there. Um, he's going to get volume, but we just you know we need to see it. I would lean Chubb over him and Barkley here when it comes to running backs. Looking at receivers, Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown, CD Lamb. Still so quite a few the Adams in that range that I'd be okay with. So I think I'm leaning more and more toward grabbing Chubb here just because I want to make sure I get a running back. Um, and, you know, on the way back, there's, you know, a chance that it's him or, or Barkley maybe. But I think it's more likely that you're looking at a Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor. And You know, nothing wrong with Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, he's fallen off the map, but... I think he'll bounce back, uh, but I'd feel a little more solid getting Nick Chubb in what was a, you know, he was one of the best running backs in the NFL last year. Still has a great offensive line, and I think the offense is going to be better as a whole. Defense looks good, so I think it's just a good team that he'll utilize in. And for the first time, he really doesn't have any competition with no uh, cream hunt there. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Nick Chubb first. Diggs goes next, Bijan Robinson, Saquon Barkley and CD Lamb. So, great start here. AJ Brown's easy pick for me. Um he and Diggs I think, you know, would, you know Diggs probably slightly ahead of him, but they were, you know, the two that I, I was considering if I went receiver at 8. So, happy to see him still here. Um you know, if he went off the board instead of Lamb, I probably would go Lamb, but it would have been a little closer between Lamb and Adams. Um, but, you know, A.J. Brown's still here. It kind of hurts because it eliminates my uh, opportunity to take Devonta Smith, but, you know, just making sure I get one of those two guys here, and, and A.J. looks like he is the uh, the 1A for sure. So pretty happy to get those two stacked together here. Uh, Henry and Taylor go next, and, you know, Henry is definitely in consideration there, um, you know, if I wanted to go with two running backs, especially with that dead zone that comes up there. But uh, A.J. Brown's still there, I think, was just too hard to pass up so as I said Jonathan Taylor and Henry go next Devontae Adams Patrick Mahomes and then Amon Ross St. Brown
0: so this next pick is pretty easy um so uh I did do some scouting ahead to see what uh Will's dad uh was thinking um and he mentioned Garrett Wilson and I'm on Rossi Brown here at the two I'm going to obviously gone, So I can lock in Garrett Wilson pretty easily. Um, and he was in tune with us as far as like the quarterbacks go. Um, he's happy with that, you know, Herbert Trevor Lawrence kind of area. And he said sort of wanted to wait on tight end. Um, that's what makes three a little bit interesting. So, you know, you like Garrett Wilson, I like Garrett Wilson we we'll lock in Garrett Wilson. Um, Josh Jacobs goes, Josh Allen goes now here. We got the three, two where it's more interesting. Um, Jalen hurts is here. Um, but once we wait a quarterback, so we'll skip that. If it was me, I would probably be pulling the trigger on Mark Andrews right here. Um, because getting that top tight end uh, in the third round would be a pretty big deal. Um, but it uh, seems like he wants to wait. So we're good there. Um, now, I find this spot a little more difficult, those being removed, because I like Tony Pollard a lot in this spot. And I like Crystal Lave a lot in this spot. And I really wish I could have both of them, and I can't. Uh, So I think, you know, at the top, I said, you know, I'm I'm playing around that hero RB strategy. I think we're going to pivot into that. Um, Not sure if that's your dad's usual style, but uh, we'll just give him the option of, you know, this is what your team will look like if you do this. I'm going to lock in Mr. Chris Olave. Um, I've been drafting him plenty when I'm uh, drafting earlier which i have been in a lot of our mocks <clears> uh, the, the wheel has uh put me in the front quite a bit so i'm gonna lock it Chris Olave. i think there's a lot of upside there um having him and garrett wilson on the same team is pretty crazy given they you know they have both had uh, pretty good breakout rookie years so uh both of them take a step forward which i think a lot of people are expecting them to it could be a, a big winner for this team so We'll lock him in there. Andrews does go right afterwards. Uh Jalen Waller, Tony Pollard there at the 305, T. Higgins and Najee Harris. You're back up.
1: Yeah, and this is interesting because uh Jalen Hurt's still here. Not something that I usually take early, but you know, given the kind of positional advantage that those top three quarterbacks give you, um, he is a very interesting choice here. Stevenson probably would be the look if I go running back. Um, you know, but got Gibbs and Mixon or two other that I'm considering with these next two picks um, receiver DK Keenan Allen are in consideration as well. But, oh man, it's interesting. Cause I, I feel like I normally would not go with the quarterback early, but hurts here is tempting. Um, do to keep it as, uh, you know, as I guess realistic as possible. I'm going to stay away from that and, and try to lock in another skill position player. And I'm going to go with a Mr. Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Yeah, so with Ezekiel Elliott there, a lot of people have been getting uh, a little bit more scared off. But I think he may take a little bit more of the touchdown upside away. Um, But outside of that, you know, I think it's going to hurt some of those depth running backs more than anything. And and Ramondre just looks like he is ready to level up there. So I'm going to go ahead and grab another running back here. as I do think there's a drop-off coming pretty soon. Um Jalen Hurts goes next, Travis Etienne, DK Metcalf, and Devonte Smith. Um so this puts me in an interesting spot because I was looking at maybe grabbing Keenan Allen just to keep the receivers um you know pretty even there. But Gibbs and Mixon both here um feel like really good values. And really, like we said, the end of kind of that running back tier. So I am going to go with Jameer Gibbs. Um, we talked uh, talked a little bit about Mixon and how he's rising up, and I think he's in a good spot. But uh, given that I've got Chubb and Stevenson, I think there's a lot of safety there um, with upside, whereas I think Gibbs has kind of that pure upside, especially as a receiver in this team. So I'm going to lock in Mr. Jameer Gibbs with my fourth pick. After him, Brees Hall, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, Kent Walker, and Evo Samuel.
0: Yeah, so this is... I'm in a spot where I kind of don't want to be. Um, running backs, we got Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, Cam uh, Akers, Alexander Matson at wide receiver. Uh, Keenan Allen's still here. Uh, Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin, DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy. Um, we got all our tight ends outside of Kelsey. <clears throat> still there. Um, but the problem child here is Lamar Jackson and kind of where I'm positioned in the draft. So I'm looking and thinking, well, you know, if I want to aim for the Herbert Lawrence area, I could pass up on quarterback here, but then I risk them not getting back to me. Um, So there's what, one, two, three, four, there's five teams after me that don't have quarterbacks. Um, So that's 10 picks and, you know, four quarterbacks. I mean, I guess that's, that's pretty good odds, I suppose. Um, if we want to wait, I mean Lamar Jackson getting here is very tempting. Uh, he is a uh, he's a tier above, I think, um, to some degree. But I'll I'll roll the dice. We'll see. I got to get you know four quarterbacks and ten picks. You know, there's only five teams without one, so every team would have to draft a quarterback except for one. Basically, um, I think I could get away with that. Team seven, all running backs. Like they should be focusing on some. Uh, some wide receivers there, team nine, all wide receivers and a quarterback. They should be focusing on some running backs there, so some tight ends are bound to go. I, I think I can roll the dice and uh, and wait it out. Um, I will uh, draft on the, the one that you passed up on, Mr. Keenan Allen. Um, I think he has he's going to add a lot of safety to my, you know, not I don't think and a lot of people see Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave as being incredibly risky, but they are young players. Uh, we've seen young players have good rookie seasons before and just kind of peter out. I don't think we're expecting that, but you know, he's adding some safety with some decent upside as well um, to that core. So we'll add him Hawkins It goes, and then Terry McLaurin. So I am a back on the clock here. Um, we'll take a, a running back here. Um, This is probably where I would pass up on a running back. This is like a tier where I'm not really happy with anyone. I don't want Calvin Ridley. Amari Cooper's not bad. I don't want Hopkins. DJ Moore's not bad. Jerry Judy's solid. I feel like I'm starting to reach Drake London. Um, Running backs, I'm not interested in Aaron Jones. Um, He might be fine, but you a little older on an offense that nobody really knows too much about or nobody knows what to expect from. Um, Damian Pierce, I'm just off on. I don't know if I should be. I haven't really considered him at all this year. Um, Miles Sanders, I'm starting to fade on. J.K. Dobbins, I don't know what to do with. Uh, Akers is pretty risky. So uh, I should get ahead of the quarterback run and grab one, but I'm not. Um, I'm going to continue taking upside, and I'm going to take a shot on Jerry Judy. It's a little bit of a reach from an ADP standpoint, but I'm out of turn. Like he's not going to get back to me. Um, he's can and should be the one for that team. Um, I think I, I do like the the potential that DJ Moore has, but I'm also worried about you know hooking my wagon to the Bears and being like, oh well, I like Fields, I like Herbert, I I like uh, DJ Moore, and it's like, okay, well that offense isn't going to become like top in the league. Like he might not want to put. Three of them on your team. Um, and, you know, Fields might be an option here later, uh, you know, my next turn. So we're going to add Jerry Judy here, get another wide receiver. Um, I'm leaning into the three wide receiver, two flex thing here. Um, I mean, we locked him in. Aaron Jones goes, uh, Calvin Ridley, George Kittle, Justin Herbert goes, team six. So one quarterback off the board, DeAndre Hopkins, and you're back up.
1: Yeah. So I'm very happy with how that worked out because I wanted to get a receiver in Amari Cooper. Um, DJ Moore and Judy were other options. Um, Ridley as well, but I feel like Cooper is, while he still has upside, he has a good floor for my wide receiver two here in the fifth round. Um, And Lamar Jackson Justin Fields both still on the board. So should, barring a second quarterback being drafted in the top six, uh, be able to get one of those two at my next turn. I was tempted to go with a running back in the Cam Akers or Madison, but I think just, you know, the upside is too high of just getting one of these top seven quarterbacks um, at this stage of the game. So I'm going to lock in Amari Cooper first. Cam Akers goes next. Lamar Jackson, Miles Sanders, and J.K. Dobbins. So it worked out. Uh, D.J. Moore still tempting here. Uh, but I am going to go with his quarterback in Justin Fields and lock in that top-tier quarterback uh, in this round. After him, James Conner. Damian Pierce, Christian Watson, DJ Moore, and Drake London. Ooh.
0: Wolf. We got there with one quarterback to spare. Trevor Lawrence is still here. um, So we can happily uh, add him. The team after me, though, already has Josh Allen. So I will go ahead and uh, wait a pick. Um, to grab my quarterback. Um, taking a look at the the tight ends, uh, we still got Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts, Goddard, Waller, Evan Ingram, um, wide receivers, we got Godwin, Iuke, Mike Williams, Tyler Lockett, running backs, we got uh, Mattson, Swift, Kamara, Cook, Javante Williams. Um, so, some interesting options. I think what I'm going to go with now is probably Javante Williams. Um, I, I'm quite happy with what we saw in a preseason. He got four carries and and four uh, catches on I think five targets. And I think if you have yeah. some lingering issues and you're trying to like ease a guy in, you don't throw him the ball five times in preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took that as as a pretty good sign. I I feel like his ADP is going to be anywhere from like the third to the third and fourth round like it's gonna be league dependent i don't think there's gonna be a lot of consistency with his adp um but i'm gonna strike at him here i'm tempted to go tight end but i think i'm gonna pull off the same gamble i just did at tight end and see if somebody gets back to me um so we'll lock in javante williams alexander mattingos uh and then deandre swift um and then uh we'll, we'll grab trevor lawrence You know, This is the tier that uh, your dad wanted a quarterback. He was good with the Trevor Lawrence area, so we have added Mr. Trevor Lawrence. We'll see what tight ends get back to me. I am worried about Mr. Will. Who do we got? We got Kyle Pitts, Waller, and then it kind of drops off, and I know you like Waller. Um, Yeah,
1: Waller's in consideration, um, especially here we are in the seventh, but I would like to get another receiver and a running back. Um, and I I do think there are some later tight ends available, so taking a look here at what I think will be available possibly in the next round if I do go with that. Uh, So, yeah, my thought is will both teams behind me take a tight end because I think I am going to wait and see if one of the two get back to me uh, because there's really one running back that I am interested in right here, And it might surprise you because I've not drafted him at all. I don't think either of us have. Uh, But that is one Dalvin Cook with the Jets. Here in the seventh round, now that he's signed, now that he's in camp, maybe it won't be, you know, week one, you know, to get acclimated. But, you know, he and Brees Hall seem like they're going to be a one-two punch. And Brees may not be ready right away uh, for the workload. I think that they are going to utilize him a lot in that offense. Um, And I think there's a lot of receivers that I like... Uh, in the next 20 to 24 picks to be able to get my third receiver. So I'm going to go ahead and grab him first, and we'll see if any tight ends go off the board here. Yeah, so both do, Mr. Waller and Pitts. We've got Rashad White, Tyler Lockett, then Darren Waller and Kyle Pitts. Um, so as I said, I'm still happy with a lot of the upcoming um, tight ends that are available. So I'm going to wait some more. And, and you know, if you really want Evan Ingram, you can go ahead and grab him up. Uh, but if I'm looking at the available receivers here, we've got Christian Kirk, we've got Hollywood Brown, who should get a lot of volume, Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, JSN. Um, the guy that I'm looking at here is a Mr. Mike Evans. I think you know the value is down really far for him. He's here in the eighth round in the 10-team league. So this is pick 73. Um, so I guess ADP-wise, pretty close to where he's been going. but. He's just someone that has just been the model of consistency. You know, if anybody has been able to do it with bad quarterbacks, it's been him, right? Brady is by far the best he's had. And that was only a couple of years. years. Um, Christian Kirk, you know, I think there's definitely still an opportunity for him to be a top 24 receiver, but there's a little bit more competition there. So we'll see how that spreads out. And I just, you know, as much as I like what the volume is going to be for Hollywood Brown, that team just seems like it's going to be a mess. And I just, I don't know that I want to bank on that. So I'm gonna go ahead and grab Mr. Mike Evans. Here's my third receiver here all the way in the eighth round. Um, after Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, and Hollywood. Two people I talked about go next. Michael Pittman, Isaiah Pacheco, and Mr. Zach Charbonnet.
0: Uh, yeah, we will be waiting on the tight end position. So this is uh this is a spot where I think you gotta, you gotta look back at that Andrews pick. You know, would you rather have a or Andrews, knowing that now that Andrews is gone, and you know Waller's gone, and Goddard's gone? Now we're waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I've changed a little bit, and that like I am really not aiming for Ingram or in Joku at all anymore. You know, they could be solid tight end, whatever five to eights, but they don't. I don't think they got that tight end three upside. So I am back to take a different kind of shots. I've kind of even opened myself up to Dalton Kike a little bit. Even though know, historically it's not uh it's not likely. Um, you know, I think he's got a better shot at being a top three tight end than say Evan Ingram or Njoku do at this point. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, we're just we're not gonna look at the tight end position anymore. I was really hoping that uh Pacheco got here. Um he uh he returned to practice today, uh recording this on Monday. Um, so I was really hoping uh that he would be here. Um this is a fun tier for me. This this part of the draft, because we got David Montgomery that I like. We got James Cook that I'm interested in. Uh we got Cleveland Herbert who I'm gonna snipe here. Um we got Deontay Johnson, Jordan Addison, uh Johan Dotson. Uh so like I feel like whatever you do in the beginning, like I went wide receiver heavy, so I'm happy going with them um, with some running backs here, A uh, Cook, a Montgomery, uh Brian Robinson, Gibson, Herbert, you know, like all of them guys. Um But on the flip side, if I went running back early here, I'd be more than happy with Deontay Johnson and Jordan Addison, um, Johan Johnson, or Dotson, sorry. Uh, Gabe Davis is down here. Brandon Cooks ain't bad. Zay Flowers. So like, I like this part of the draft. Um, But I have gone wide receiver heavy early. I have taken a risk at running back with Javante Williams. So we're going to grab two running backs. Um, I really – like if this was me – I would probably swing for the fence on both picks and go with James Cook and Cleo Herbert. Um, the, the ultimate upside. I think... See, I look at David Montgomery and say, you know, he, he should be relatively safe, and that combines well with Javante Williams and the risk that I'm taking. Um, I'm not sure that that's 100% true. Um now nah, yeah this is my draft i'm gonna i'm gonna take the risk here we're gonna lock in james cook here first uh we had jsn go david montgomery go and then i'm locking in clore herbert surprise surprise um i needed you know that's not so much of a that's more of a situational pick i think uh, not so much a, a my guy pick or a snipe will pick it's more of a i need a running back and you know uh i didn't want aj dylan i don't want gibson or penny um if Pacheco was still available, it might have been Pacheco and James Cook or Pacheco and Herbert or, you know, something like that. Like do like Pacheco over both of them. Um, but uh, James Cook and Herbert, two decent upside shots that I'm taking here uh, to combine with Javante Williams. So three kind of upside shots. We've seen some more of Javante Williams, so he's not uh, – his risk is all injury related. But, uh, yeah, it brings me uh, – uh, more balanced on this team, uh, Deshaun watson went. Deontay Johnson there, 904, A.J. Dillon, George Pickens, and Jordan Addison, your backup. All
1: right, so first pick's pretty easy. Jahan Dotson still sitting here. Is a guy that I really like, and could you really use a third receiver that has a little more upside, uh, a little more room for growth as a guy heading into his second year in the league? I'm going to be pretty easy. There is a few tight ends that I like, and both teams behind me have them, so I'm pretty confident. Maybe one would double up. I don't think either would. Um, But the risk is, will will any of these guys get back with you and one other team not having one, plus the uncertainty of what the rest of the league is going to do with their double tight ends? After I take John Dotson, though, Mr. Antonio Gibson goes next. Traylon Burks and Brian Robinson are the turn. And then Brandon Cooks next. So uh, a couple of receivers, a couple of running backs off the board. Um. Top tight ends available are Evan Ingram, Pat Friermuth, David Njoku. Those are the guys that I would be targeting here. Probably. I really like Friermuth. Not going to lie. So I think he'd be the one I'd be looking at the most out of the bunch, but all three of them are pretty good. Um, it is a bit of a drop off. You'd be looking at like Schultz, Kincaid, Komet, Conquo, some of those later guys that we've been looking at. Um, but if what we would be sacrificing with looking at the running backs and receivers, uh, Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams, Samaj P. Ryan, a chain. So, so decent running backs. I think there's some later guys I'd rather take shots on. So I don't think I'd go running back here. What I would be passing uh, on would be the receiver position. So Quentin Johnston, Gabe Davis, a couple of big guys here, Zay Flowers, Colton Sutton. So I think I would lean going with one of the receivers here um, and seeing what kind of gets back from a tight end and running back perspective. Um, as I said, I think the running backs will be fine, but you know, tight ends, it could be a bit of a drop-off. We'll see. I imagine you and the other team will. So it would just be, will this other team, will anybody go with their second tight end? And if they do, I'll likely be waiting a little longer. But um, the thought is here, Pat Frymouth. Or going with one of the rookie receivers in Quentin Johnston and Zay Flowers. Um, so looking at the two, I, it's interesting. I feel like I, you know, most of the time was you know recently leaning Qu- Quentin Johnston, but Zay Flowers just seems like he has had so much upside in that offense. Um, you know, with them supposedly looking to be a new, more of a passing offense, he I think has a better route to the one or the two, whereas Johnston really needs an injury ahead of him. And, you know, there's still Austin Eckler there, eating up some targets, Gerald Everett will get some. So I'm gonna go ahead and grab Zay Flowers here to get another young receiver to add to this group. And we'll see what the tight end position looks like coming back, Uh, but I don't mind waiting a little longer on some of these guys. So Dak goes next, Pat Fryermuth goes here to the other team that didn't have a tight end, Kadarius Toney. Michael Thomas and Quentin Johnston go off the board before you are up.
0: Yeah, I am uh, back on the clock here. Uh, we'll, we'll take a peek at the running backs. we got Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams, Maja Pirine, uh, A-Chain, now hurt. Uh, Damian Harris, Elijah Mitchell, also hurt. Uh, Jack McKinnon, Tyler Algier, Zeke is here. Not loving um, the options. We got uh, who would tank Bigsby's down here, a little bit further down. That That's pretty interesting. Um, Gainwell's way down there. Interesting. Um, wide receivers, we got a uh, Gabe Davis there. Um, we have Cortland Sutton, which is interesting here, but I got Jerry Judy, so not all that interesting. Um, Elijah Moore is here. Uh, Rashad Bateman, you want to take a shot on a Baltimore guy. Um, so we're in uh, – now we're out of the tier that I like, that we're new to a tier that's kind of okay. Um, I'm still going to wait at tight end and target a you know, Kincaid or Chig or Dulcich. I've opened myself back up to Chig a little bit. Um, I don't think there's a lot of logic behind that, um, but I've done it. Um, Juwan Johnson I've opened myself back up to a little bit as well, just thinking about how much... Uh, uh Derek Carr supported tight ends like even go back to Jared Cook back in the day um so I've opened back up to him a little bit as a a real late round guy um but we'll we'll just we'll we'll take a steady strategy try to grab one of each here um I'm not loving a lot of the running back options though so I'm gonna reach and uh that's okay because we're in the 10th round, and you know, at some point you start reaching, and you know, ADP doesn't matter as much. I'm gonna grab uh, Tank Bigsby here, getting a lot of uh, hype around him. I think he's pretty solid. I'm not sure what he's got crazy upside. If ETN goes down, I think he's got crazy upside, but if ETN doesn't, you know, touchdown upside probably. Um, we'll lock him in there. Evan Ingram does go first backup quarterback, and then Tua. Uh, as well so now we'll look at the wide receivers here and this is where I'm in a tougher spot because like I'm looking at Gabe Davis I'm thinking oh you know taking another shot on Gabe Davis isn't a bad thing but then if my tight end later is going to be Kincaid I'm not sure I want two options out of Buffalo which is crazy to say because like one of the best offenses in the league right usually you want a lot of options there but it's not an offense that has supported a second passing option To like a fantasy relevant point all that often um so that makes it a little bit tricky um so i think i'll lean into that i might grab bateman if it was in a real draft but i've grabbed him a lot i think i'm gonna drop elijah moore haven't been drafting him a lot you know you both like him uh like his opportunity um now that he's in Cleveland and, and hopefully happier than he was in the chat with the Jets, um, so we're locking Elijah Morgan, another uh, wide receiver, in there. And Joku does go, another tight end off the board. Then Jamal Williams, Rashad Penny, Aaron Rodgers, and Gabe Davis.
1: All right, so yeah, tight end burned a bit, um, as we see. You didn't take a tight end, but two other teams took their second tight end, um, which you know is to be expected. So, looking to kind of punt that a little bit more here at this point. I think there's both kind of late-round shots that we both would be fine with. So, at this stage, we're looking to punt that a little further. And I'm looking at some more of just the running back and receiver positions. This stage, I've got five receivers and four running backs. So, we'd look to probably try to get um, either two running backs or one of each. Um, so, looking at the running back here, Smudgy P. Ryan is top of the board. Um, we talked about him, and I think... I think he's still going to be valuable, so he is in consideration here. I think his ADP has fallen because of how much we're seeing it rise there with Mr. Devontae Williams, but it does seem like that may be a little of a correction from the Piran side, because I do think he's going to be utilized. Um, Other than him, we've got Devontae Chain, Damian Harris, so some decent guys. Um, You know, A-Chain, I think, a lot of upside there, but they just seem to rotate those backs so much in Miami, and he's just so undersized. So it's, are you going to be able to bet on that outlier? Um, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go first with a P. Ryan just to get a safer running back um, and then look to maybe go with some upside with my next pick. Um, so after P. Ryan, Kirk Cousins goes next. Juju, Devon A. Chain, and Cortland Sutton. Um, So there's not a ton of receivers that uh, I'm looking at here. I'm pretty satisfied with the five that I have, so maybe get a depth one a little later, but probably going to be hammering the running back position. Um, And looking at the top available here, Damien Harris, Elijah Mitchell, Jerk Kinnon, Tyler Algier, um, Ezekiel Elliott, Wayne Mostert. Um, So those are some of the guys that are on the board there's some guys a little further down that I'll probably be able to get maybe one of later. But one guy that I've been interested in all year is Tyler Algier in Atlanta. I think that team is going to run the ball a lot. I think they could be better than people even think about too. Um, but I do think you know, with the moves that they made at running back, while they did bring in Bijan, they kind of you know cleared out some of the other running backs. So I think it's going to be those two that run the ball a lot. So I think Algier is going to be valuable, especially if there's an injury ahead of him. But even if not, I think he's going to get enough carries to be in consideration for a flex play. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Tyler Algier here out of Atlanta. After him, Dalton Schultz, Odell Beckham, Dalton Kincaid, Anthony Richardson, and Damian Harris.
0: Stupid sleeper taking backup tight ends here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there goes my uh, Kincaid play. Um, so we'll take a look at the tight end position after this pick. Um, for now, I'm just gonna lock in Rashad Bateman. Um, I'm kind of surprised he got back to me. Um, got a lot of upside to him offense. You know, a lot of people are expecting big things from, and I don't have any pieces of it. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and lock in Mr. Bateman. That picks pretty easy. Um, Elijah Mitchell goes, and then, uh, Jamison Williams, um, sitting there. So back to the tight end, uh, we got Cole Komet. uh, interesting i'm not sure he's got the high upside um but he's interesting chig is there you know athletic freak we saw some great stuff last year but you know you, you got an offense that doesn't uh uh that doesn't produce uh, you know a ton of uh pass catching options uh fancy relevant pass catching op- pass catching options um greg dolchich a <clears throat> lot of hype around him in the offseason season. Being in the quote unquote joker role for the Sean Payton offense, but also haven't heard great things the past couple weeks. And I already got Jerry Judy and I'm, you know, and Javante Williams. So (laughs) you got to ask yourself at some point, do you want too many pieces of what was like the worst offense in the league last year? I don't think anyone's expecting to be the worst this year with Sean Payton come to town, but that is something to consider. Um, Higby's here could be the number two option. Probably doesn't have super high upside, but could be a consistent guy. Um, Sam Laporta, people are liking a lot this year and expecting some kind of fantasy relevant breakout for. I know he's quite talented. Um, You know, after Amon Ross St. Brown, it's really an open competition in Detroit. So, like, you can craft a story around there. But if I'm banking on a rookie tight end, it's going to be Dalton Kincaid, um, not Sam Laporta in Detroit. After that, it gets kind of iffy. Um, you know, you got uh, Juwan Johnson, I mentioned before, had a pretty good year last year. Got Derek Carr this year. Um, you got Tyler Conklin, if you want to uh, tag team with um, with Aaron Rodgers. You got Jake Ferguson, who's pretty interesting in Dallas. Historically, always used the tight end well. Um but You do got a different offensive coordinator coming in there this year, so maybe it doesn't, you know, this year's a little bit different. Um, so it, it's a tough spot to put me in. I think I kind of just want to wait. Um,
1: I think, yeah, you just kind of made the argument that there's so many available that they're all kind of in that same tier. Why not wait and see what happens? Like, yeah, I, 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 that's probably what I'm going to do here as well. And get
0: value elsewhere now, like. As far as like super high upside, like I think it's Chig and Dolchich that's left. I don't think any of the other ones are gonna be tight end you know five or higher. And Dolchich <coughs> is out of the picture because I'm not drafting another Ronco. Um so like if I want to lock in that upside, I could go with Chig here. But yeah, like I could grab Someone else later and probably just be okay. So we'll look at the other positions. Does anyone jump out at me? Alan Lazard, Adam Thielen, Sky Moore, maybe upside. Tyler Boyd, Jacoby Myers, or she Rice with some upside. Um Romeo Dobbs. Been looking good in preseason. Got a, a nice long bomb from uh Jordan Love this past week. Uh Mingo, Jalen Hyatt, blah blah blah. Take that all Uh, Running backs, uh, still uh, not all that different from when I was reading off running backs when I drafted uh, the Bigsby. We got Jarek McKinnon, Zeke, Raheem Mostert, who's gotten a boost now with the A-chain injury, and and Jeff Wilson being hurt. You know He is the guy. Um, Kendra Miller, Deontay Foreman, Singletary, uh, Jalen Warren's interesting. Um, But all the way down here, Will, I might be sniping you. Maybe not because you just drafted two running backs in a row. But down here is Mr. Kenneth Gainwell and mr kenneth gainwell is exactly the kind of guy that i would like over any of those tight ends so i will lock him in there we have geno smith cole Komet, Jarek mckinnon alan lazard and adam thielen go
1: yeah partial tonight because there's like four running backs i was looking at taken back to back here and he was one of them so definitely a good pick um the three that i'd be looking at here uh first kendra miller who has you know I didn't even realize that he was healthy because he got hurt a few weeks ago, but he played and made a great play in the preseason game. And has had that he's, you know, been looking really good. It looks like he's back at practice just earlier this week. Um, or I guess we'd say late last week before the game, but he's been looking really good. Um, Jalen Warren, who we talked about there, number two in Pittsburgh, but I think he's going to get carries. And there's another guy that could be in line as to be, a, you know, top 15 running back. Um, if there was an injury ahead of him. And then Roshan Johnson, uh, the rookie at Chicago. So, I'm going to lock in those first two. Kendry Miller first here, and we'll see if there's any other running backs jumped. Chig goes next. Daniel Jones, Sky Moore, and Tyler Boyd. Um, So, he's not. So, Kendry Miller, New Orleans, I think he's going to have a chance to establish himself with the suspension to Kamara. It's just him and Jamal for the first few weeks. And then Jalen Warren, I think, is already established as the number two there. So, Locking in him, just going four straight running backs there to give me a solid eight in total. Um, So I've got all that out of the way. Go with my tight end, um, and just, you know, best play available other than that. So after him, Ezekiel Elliott goes Raheem Mostert, Jared Goff, Deontay Foreman, and Devin Singletary.
0: Yeah. um, I'm just going to keep punting tight end, I guess. I'll punt it to my last pick and see what I get. Um, and I I only do that because there's two wide receivers that I want two that are jumping out at me at this list. One is Rasheed Rice. Um, I don't think I need to say too much about that rookie wide receiver in Kansas City. Kansas City doesn't have an elite wide receiver, so maybe he is that option. Um, Jacoby Myers goes, Darnell Mooney goes, and then the next one I want Romeo Dobbs. You know, there's been reports all off season of him forming the connection with Jordan Love and how he's going to get peppered with targets. And you know, he might not be the big play guy because um, Christian Watson there. But we also just saw whatever a 60 yard catch from him last preseason game. I forget you know how long it was, but it was a bomb. Um so yeah, we're we'll going to lock him in, get some you know, more upside there at the wider receiver position, and then we'll take a look at tight end on our last pick. Uh Johnson goes after that. Jeff Wilson, Kareem Hunt, Greg Dolchich finally there, and uh, Russell Wilson. You're back up.
1: All right. So looking at what is available here, we've had a few more tight ends go, but still a couple. Uh, that are like Tyler Higbee in L.A., Jared Everett across the stadium, also in L.A., uh, and then Mr. Jake Ferguson. So I'm okay with any of the three. If someone wants to go with their second tight end, they can. Um, I'm going to be looking at getting a uh, another player here. And the receiver that I'm looking at is Mr. Nico Collins out of Houston. Um, it's still uncertain who's going to be the one there. You know, you, you'll see my, some people saying Robert Woods because he's a veteran. Tank Dells looked really good in exhibition and in training camp. The rookie. Um, and then you have Xavier Hudson, another rookie there, John Temechi. So there's quite a few options there, but Nico, it seems like everyone, you know, it's kind of circled him as one of the starters and we just don't know who's going to be the guy there. Um, some other options, Justin Ross who you know, got injured and came right back miraculously quickly. Um, and then Mr. Uh, Van Jefferson is another guy that you and I have both been high on. So, All three of those options are in consideration. I think Nico probably has the highest upside to kind of take that step himself, whereas Van Jefferson maybe has the best opportunity of the bunch. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and grab Nico here. I like the opportunity there and and it gives me, still keeps the opening of maybe getting that um, tight end of the same team. So after Nico goes Chase Brown, Sam Laporta, Jonathan Mingo, and Tajay Spears. Um, so when we look back at the tight end position, those ones that we talked about there, I'm gonna go with one that you mentioned earlier, Jake Ferguson, who's been getting a lot of hype here. Um, at this point, I'm just going for you know for upside. He was a rookie last year, so he's coming into his second year. Um said to look great in camp. And Dak has you know liked going to his tight end position. So as you mentioned, it is a new um, a new offensive coordinator. So we could have some differences to how they're gonna use that, but um with Really, you know, just him, Brandon Cooks, you know, and I guess you'd like look at Jalen Tolbert. Um, what's the other receiver that I'm thinking that could step up as the number two? Michael Gallup. Gallup, yeah. So they're kind of all going looking to step up as that you know number two behind C.D. Lamb. Um, I think it's uncertain who it's going to be. So I'm going to take a shot there on the tight end and Jake Ferguson here in sixteenth round. I think he's got a lot of upside. After him, Rondale Moore, Deuce Vaughn, Mir White, Gus Edwards, and Chuba Hubbard.
0: Yeah, so my final pick, tight end, um rough. We'd not be in this position in a real draft because you know no one's drafting two tight ends. Yeah. It's not that early. Not so, that many. Yeah, so take some comfort there. Um, it's really between two people for me. Um it's between Gerald Everett and Juwan Johnson. Uh, I, I see a lot of people online calling for Gerald Everett as like their sleeper tight end this year. And I get it, because you're you're part of a high powered offense. Um
1: and then the, just uh, utilize the tight end a lot.
0: Yeah, and then and the offensive coordinator just came over, right? What's it uh, mm-hmm. who was Kellen it? Moore. Uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, Moore, right? Um but Dude's been a league for like eight years or something. People make a story of why Gerald Everett mm. can break out every year going back to the Rams, and it just never happens. Like the odds just seem so low. You know, maybe I'd be more interested if they didn't, if they didn't add uh, Quentin Johnston, but now he's like the fourth or fifth option, probably. You got Eckler there. Um, you're going to need like Keenan and Mike Williams to go down, and then suddenly he's like the second or third option. So, like, Maybe he could touch down his way. Robert, you know, or uh, Tolbert. It was Robert Tolbert, right? Robert Robert. Tolbert? Uh, Not Tolbert. That sounds
1: familiar. Tolbert was a running back.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, oh, man. What was the... Uh, Robert Tunyon? Tunyon. There you go. Robert Tunyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could touch down your way into fantasy relevance that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's going to be Juwan Johnson for me. He was very fancy relevant last year. The coaching staff's the same. You get a new quarterback, but that quarterback's got a very long history of liking the tight end. And you just, you don't have a lot of options there. You're going to have Camara eventually when he comes back from suspension. you got Olave, who's on my team here. Um, and then like the shell of Michael Thomas, like I don't, he's not going to come back to what he was 10 years ago. Like, sorry. <clears throat> um, So I'll, I'm going to put my bet there. Um, Taysom Hills here. I know some people would like that. Um, Luke Musgrave, you know, a lot of people are liking. Or Smith, some people like. That's another one. It's like, dude, it's been like six years. It just isn't happening. Sorry. Um, Tyler Conklin's kind of interesting, but if I'm looking for upside, I think it's John Johnson that's got it. So we'll lock him in there. Clyde Edwards-Alaire goes with the final pick in the draft. So that wraps up the draft. So again, I am out of the two. Will, you are in the eight. Uh, Ten-team half-point PPR, starting three wide receivers, got two flex. Um, I have Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. I have uh, Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams, James Cook, clear Herbert, Tank Bigsby, Kenneth Gainwell at running back, uh, at wide receiver, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Rasheed Rice, Romeo Dobbs. And then at tight end, Juwan Johnson. Um, I am quite happy with this team. I think, um, this is a pretty good execution, I think, of zero uh, or of a, like a hero RB approach of, you know, draft you're, you're running back early and then wait a while. I think it's a good utilization of all the wide receiver spots we have. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy, like that's a great foursome. Um, and then if Johnny, if Javante Williams is legit and uh, he's back and, and returned the form, that really rounds this team out. And then, you know, I'm happy with all the the upside dart throws I have after that. Obviously, the only hole here is the tight end position. Um, so you can either a take comfort in the fact that you know you're not going to have teams drafting two tight ends, and you could take like an earlier shot on a quality Kincaid if you'd like. Um, you could trade like a Tank Bigsby, uh, Ford and Joku, or an Ingram if you're happy with that. Or like I mentioned earlier, you trade. Chris Olave for Mark Andrews, something to that degree. So just some things to think about, but overall I'm quite happy. Um, Will, let's go through your team in the uh, eight spot.
1: Yeah. So quarterback, Justin Fields, running backs, Nick Chubb, Ramondre Stevenson, Jameer Gibbs, Delvin Cook, Samaje P. Ryan, Tyler Algier, Kendra Miller, Jalen Warren, receiver, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, Jahan Dotson, Zay Flowers, Nico Collins, and then tight end Jake Ferguson. Um, overall, pretty happy. I think there's maybe a couple things in the middle rounds I may have done a little differently. Um, you know, like maybe grabbing that Pitts or Waller at that point in the eighth, uh, seventh, eighth round. Um, you know, but other than that, I think I really like the depth of both. Like the running backs are really good with the early depth. And then I was able to get some good late round guys that I think are going to have some volume and then some upside. Um, and then receiver to kind of hit those three in a row to give me some depth there. Obviously not a ton of depth with only six receivers in the team, but I think from like a waiver standpoint, they tend to be the most available, Um, you know, to, to grab for depth positions. Um, And I'm really happy with kind of the top end of that. So yeah, I mean, maybe getting an earlier tight end, but I do like what Ferguson I think can be. Um, And if not, then that's just kind of a, a streaming position that I'm working on and, you Know having the, the quarterback locked in with Justin Fields, um, that's what I think we're all expecting at least, uh, makes it a little easier to you know be able to look to stream the tight end position. So, pretty happy,
0: yeah. So, in a, in a 10 team league, I think me and you, uh, me and your teams are good parallels of each other, yeah, but like opposites of like I went wide receiver heavy early and then took my running back shots on Javante Williams, James Cook, Cleo Herbert, Tank Bigsby, Gainwell. Where you went more running back heavy early, and then took your shots on Mike Evans, Juwan Johnson, Zay Flowers. <clears throat> you also Addison in that area, George Pickens. Yeah. Um, so, you know, historically, your approach is probably the safer approach, right? Like you got the running back grouping, and it's easier to throw darts and hit darts on wide receivers lately or later. Um, mine probably has the extreme upside uh, realm, where like if I hit on if Javante Williams is Javante Williams, and then I hit only mm-hmm. one off cook and Herbert, like this team is elite beyond elite. Um, but as we saw with my zero RB team last year, if you don't hit on a few things, it crumbles incredibly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it tell two stories. It just depends on, you know, where, where you want to gamble. And, you know, if you'd like the players we're even bringing up, I mean, I didn't mention on my side, you have Pacheco there, Charbonnet's in the area, uh, David Montgomery's there um, on your side. You know, you passed up Hollywood Brown, you got Kirk, George Pickens, Tony's there. If you like taking your shot there, uh, JSN is there. Sutton's in that area. So, uh, a lot of options to choose from in that like eight through 10 round, which makes it pretty interesting. And yeah. It makes it easier to pivot too. I think.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting with the different temptations too. Like I, I was tempted to take hurts there at three, eight. Um, and, much happier to have fields at six, three, uh, obviously it's a little bit more of a risk, but I was able to lengthen out the running backs that I got with Stevenson and Gibbs instead. So, um, there's definitely, you know, different things you can do, especially those onesie positions. Like those are going to be big spots where you have to pick if you're going to wait another round or two on that to really add that depth because of how important it is with running back and receiver. Um, or if you are going to lock in one of them, you know, earlier in the draft.
0: Yeah. And you could play, you know, our little game we play out pretty easily. Like you had Stevenson and Fields. Would you rather have that or would you rather have Jalen Hurts and James Conner? Like I would take Stevenson and Fields, I think, pretty easily.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so.
0: Yeah. So well done. Well done. Well, that is going to wrap up this mock draft. Um, we have one more next week. It's going to be a 12 team half point. That will be the dress rehearsal for our work league. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're good to go. And everyone's in the mock season. Um, so yeah, tune in next week for that episode until then trust your board.